0: Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. This is episode 81 and I'm your host Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, have you experienced a significant life or business turmoil which you know is keeping you stuck? Now, according to my guest today, you can't live the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. Joining me on today's show is Annalvesta and Annal now provides coaching that develops resilient, innovative and resourceful leaders who achieve real results. And now is an experienced entrepreneur and manager who understands the pain, tribulations and exaltations of being a driven achiever. It is her unique blend as a startup entrepreneur combined with years of study in human behavior and intense personal development that she brings to her clients to inspire them in achieving greater levels of success personally and professionally. Now, Annal aligns her clients with their vision, reconnecting them to their core values and culture of excellence and supports them in taking action and achieving their goals. Now on today's show, she's going to share why your story does not define you, but empowers you and those you are here to serve. Success is 80% mindset and 20% strategy. So make sure your mindset is indestructible, as well as love starts with the person in the mirror. So welcome to the show, and now. Thank
1: you so much, Anna Marie. It's a real privilege to be here today.
0: I think from your introduction, many of us, as we we ask the question, have you ever experienced turmoil, challenges, obstacles in your life, both personally and professionally? And I'm sure we can all put our hand up and say yes. Yet for some people, uh, that particular turmoil, whatever it was, Uh, they haven't really been able to shift past that. And maybe they take a few steps forward and then something happens and then they seem to be back where they started from. And it really does take um, perseverance, resilience to be able to shift through that. So I'm glad you're talking about this today because many listeners, they're ambitious, they are driven, but they haven't quite yet reached that level of success that they're hoping for. So when we think about Our story, our situations, what are some of the things that we're not doing that we should be doing, as well as steps to help us move forward, shift through that, whatever that might have been for us in the past.
1: Absolutely. So Anna Marie, what I'm finding at the moment, especially for women, mm. is we are going through a tremendous um, period of change where women are really being called to step up and to, to say, you know, we have to let go of the shackles of shame. We have to start looking at what's working in society, in the system and question it. And so, a lot of women who come to me have gone through the ringer. You know, Mm. myself, I have a past of being abused. I have a past of, I've been bankrupt. I've been in really toxic relationships. And for a very long time, I used to hang on to that with so much shame Mm. that I would just recreate the same patterns in my life over and over and over again. And it was really only when I, I... found myself in the position where it was like make or break time Mm -hmm. that I discovered if we do not start forgiving in a really big way, forgiving the other person, but more importantly, forgiving ourselves so that we could drop the shame and find the beautiful lessons in everything that's happened for us, Mm -hmm. we simply cannot move on. And for me, nothing shifts until we get to that stage of forgiveness Mm. and believing that everything happens for us. So we can then take the lessons out of, well, why did I end up in all those abusive relationships? And why did I, you know, end up in bankruptcy with a sheriff standing at my door? Mm. Until I got those lessons, I just kept on doing the same stuff and expecting different results. And this is what happens. So people go through this period of intense, Discomfort, and then for a little while, they go, Oh, okay, I'm gonna do it better this time, and they start taking action. Yes, but because they don't have the lessons yet, they just recreate it. And what I see, especially in women, is the patterns become more and more and more intense until they get to the point where forgiveness really is the only option left. Mm. And so, if that is the one thing I can say to listeners today, is drop the shame do the forgiveness work, get the lessons, and only then will you really start thriving. Yeah,
0: I love that you've shared that because it is so true, but often forgiveness is something really difficult for us. Now, it's not that we're saying what they did was not wrong, you know, abuse and and all of that, you know, that really is behaviour that just is intolerable and and no one should um, ever abuse someone else. But why we're forgiving is that we are going through the process, aren't we? of disconnecting ourselves from that really significant emotions the emotions that keeping that are keeping us stuck because it triggers as you said and we go back through that cycle what are some things that you did that enabled you to get to that point of forgiveness and to move through that other than because why I ask that is we don't want people to have to get to that stage where they've tried everything else the cycle has gone on and sometimes that can take years, can't it? So if someone is experiencing that, what are some things that they can do now to go through the forgiveness process as a way that they can disconnect from that event and no longer have it impact them negatively?
1: So my recommendation is always don't just sit down and try and forgive the person. And like I said, it's yeah. not about forgiving the person, it's really about um It is about getting the learning, right? And understanding that we came here to learn as souls and we all have a role to play in the process. And we wanted certain learnings. And Mm -hmm. it really took me a long time to get to the stage where I stopped looking at the person and I connected to the soul of the person and and say, wow, if you are all love, if you are a soul and you were prepared to be the person that gave me this really tough lesson, Wow, thank you, thank you, thank you Mm -hmm. that you agreed. Because from a soul perspective, I think it must be quite devastating for us to hurt others. Doesn't mean that I forget the behavior. Mm -hmm. But so the process that I always go through is to really look at what happens. I start looking at, well, how did the person show up? What is the possible lessons that I could have wanted out of this instance. And Mm. I journal deeply into this. What is everything that I could have received? And then I'll take it a step further. I always look at, well, what is the role that I played in this? Because I don't believe we are victims. I believe we are absolute co-creators of our life, even the really horrible things. And Mm. I take full responsibility and accountability for that it's only at that stage that the forgiveness comes in because then I can forgive the other person and say, Mm -hmm. you know, thank you for the gifts that you brought to me. And then, and this is the place that most people falter is I forgive myself because Mm. it's so easy for us, especially as successful, successful individuals in today's society to go, I should have known better. How could I have been so (laughs) stupid? And when we go into that, we actually have not forgiven. And Mm -hmm. we just take that to the next phase, except now because we've gone through the process, we won't admit the emotions and we stuff them down, Mm -hmm. right? And we like keep them all and they, they fester inside of us. And I think if we just start looking at how many people are getting sick at the moment, Mm -hmm. we have to realize those are undealt with emotions. Mm -hmm. And so we want to really release the emotions from our body shake it off like literally shake it off if you have to because it's all stuck on a cellular level as Mm -hmm. well right so when we start shaking things off and we start running or whatever the case might be to get it out of the cells you will start feeling the release, and you won't have to revisit the same thing over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, such wise insights, and I think you know when we don't, what can often happen. And this is a really good indication. And when in, in what I use is if something is happening, or you overhear something, or someone speaking to you, or even you're reading something. Sometimes you know we'll read things on social media, and we'll, we'll get triggered. Something mm-hmm. inside us is just not quite right, and then I'll use that as a check-in. Okay, so what's going on here? And that really is the process that we can use too, isn't it? Is, is that event still triggering us? Do we need to continue to go through that? Are we holding shame and are we beating ourselves up? Because we have to forgive ourselves as well. But I love that what you've said, and this is something I think a lot of people, particularly if they are stuck and they continue to experience different, you know, similar events, but across all areas of their lives, the common denominator is us. So as you said, we are co-creators. So even in our actions, our inactions, what we say, what we don't say, the boundaries that we put up around ourselves, and in some instances, I think as women, who we often want to please other people, that's what we want to do, not having clear, solid boundaries and sticking with them can often have us... um, yeah, it relives certain events, and that is what we're doing. We're co-creating that. We are responsible, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons because often people do see themselves as, oh, I'm always the person who whatever, you know, it, it is. They don't realize that you need to look at yourself. How are you contributing that? Do you find that to be true too?
1: Absolutely, and and I want to just tell everybody taking full responsibility and accountability is not nice. It's mm. not like, oh, yay, okay. I, you know, I absolutely want it. It is the toughest thing mm. to do. but you, And you have to do it from a space of real curiosity. You have to take it from a space of, um, you know, coming at it and going, I just really want to start understanding that and not the blame game because, mm. oh, we can do that so easily and then we still lose the beauty of it. But as as long as you do not take full responsibility of everything that's been created in your life, you will always feel like a victim and mm-hmm. you'll always be responding to the environment rather than really creating and molding the environment to your mm-hmm. desires.
0: Yeah. And something else that I think is really what you're sharing is that when we decide to take control of that we realize that we have control over what we allow to impact us. And if we don't like a situation, guess what? We can, if we reframe the way we're thinking about it, what's the lesson rather than, oh, here it goes again, this negative situation, but rather what's this telling me? What can I learn from it? We can shift through that feeling far more empowered and we grow the strength in us so that next time it may happen, we've got a a bigger strength or more strength. And for some of us, a strength that we haven't had before that we can go, you know what, I'm not even going to allow that to bother me anymore. Next, let's move on. Have you found that too?
1: Absolutely. And I also want to say, you know what, the harder the fall, the, the stronger you can get. Yes. So don't think that it always has to be the little things. Mm. I have found the most successful people have the most powerful stories yeah. because they've really gone down to the bottom of the pits. Yeah. Um, and, but when you do, you just become stronger and you just bounce back faster and faster. You don't expect life to be a breeze and to cruise for the rest of your life. Mm. I believe we want to grow, so if we stop growing, all that's left is to die. Mm. And I'm not quite ready for that yet. (laughs) So I expect to be challenged for the rest of my life. And every challenge is just an opportunity for growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love the way that you've said it's so true. Because often what we do is, well, no one's experienced what I'm going through. However, for the people who have shifted through this, the worst experience where they were just on their knees, curled up, and I've had situations like that too, curled up on my bed, just not knowing. When I look back and have gone through that process, the feeling forgiveness process the learnings all of that I can honestly say and from the sounds of what you're saying too those situations that were your worst experiences have actually been your best because that's when you catapulted to the next level and the next and so on would you agree
1: absolutely I mm. would not trade my floor moments for anything <laughs> <laughs> not that we
0: want to go through them again but <laughs> we've learned from them for sure Uh, I think that's um, very powerful and I think someone needed to hear that today. So certainly go through that process because it really is powerful. In the journey on the process, um, I think you've just got to allow yourself to do that and trust that what you are experiencing is growing the strength. But as as all of what I have found, is as, as long as you don't allow yourself to get stuck in that negative and you have to stop don't you sometimes and go what am I learning from this what is the opposite of all this negativity and then start to really allow that to to become part of uh, your mindset something else that you want to talk about and I think this is really powerful too success is 80% mindset we mentioned mindset 20% strategy so important share some more about this
1: So it took me a long time to understand this as well, because I'm a doer. You know, when we look at the Enneagram personality, I'm a three, which is the human doing, not Mm -hmm. human being. And so when I lived in corporate, it it was amazing because I was on fire. I would take the actions. I would move up the corporate ladder. And it was really easy because the path was set out for Mm -hmm. me. And then when I came into entrepreneurship, all of a sudden the rules changed. And even though I was taking all the actions on a consistent basis, I wasn't getting the results. Mm -hmm. And in fact, if anything, all I was doing was burning out. And that's when I really started going into the whole mindset field Mm -hmm. of, well, what is this mindset all about? And what I came to understand, it's it's not what we do. It's who we're being while we're taking the actions Mm -hmm. that get us the results. So if you do not have a really abundant mindset, if you don't have a a really resilient mindset, an expansive mindset, you can tick the boxes that you find on the internet of 10 steps on how to be really successful, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to find the success. Because being an entrepreneur and being successful is all about thinking outside of the box. I mean, most of us don't even know where the box is anymore, right? Right. And so you have to have that mindset of belief in self. Of, of you know, I'm going to do this no matter what. Of, I always see new opportunities. Every time a door closes, another mm. one opens up. I have all the resources that I want available to me. When we have that mindset, it's like we have the blinkers taken off our eyes. And even if we take ten percent of the actions we used to take, our results just explode. Mm. So. So often all I see people is wanting more strategies. But what they don't understand is the mindset that will take the strategies and turn them into results. Mm. Yes. And so I always say to my clients, stop focusing on the strategies, stop asking me what the steps are. Start exploring who is the person who's already doing that. Mm-hmm. And you will find the whole scenery, the whole landscape changes in your business because you show up differently. Your conversations are different. The way you think is different. The Mm -hmm. way you see opportunities are different. And that's where the results come from without the burnout. Yes,
0: absolutely. And I think one of the key things that you mentioned there was being aware of what are you saying to yourself and you you had some powerful affirmations there you shared you know mindsets and i think awareness is one of the key things because once we see you know what i am saying negative things and and preempting uh something which and and as we know one of my mentors once told me we go out and seek the um, seek evidence to prove our beliefs are true our mindset is true so when we're looking for the evidence that this may not work or these people are not going to follow up or they're going to say no all of that we're forgetting the little indications where someone is curious and we're not preempting a no because we don't pick that up, you know, and all these things. So I think what you've just said is absolutely powerful. So this week, check in. What is your mindset? Is it empowering you? Is it is it one of abundance and prosperity? And that there is so much work, work and business out there for everybody to uh, benefit from or, or maybe not. And once we re- recognize that, we can then change that to some more empowering uh, mindset. Let's talk about love starts with the person who you look at in the mirror or the reflection in the mirror. This is very powerful too for many of us.
1: So this was a life changer for me. I think like so many women, I grew up in a culture where it's all about everybody else. I have to be a good friend. I have to be a good daughter. I have to be a good wife. I have to be a good mother. I have to look after everybody else's needs. Mm -hmm. And if there's five minutes left, I can do something for myself. Yes. And so, you know, we kind of grow up like this and we do it and we do it with lots of love and we try and be everything for everybody else and in the process so many of us forget who we are and we disconnect with our essence and then you wake up one morning and you look in the mirror and you go who are you like what have I become I don't like the person in the mirror I have so completely abandoned myself and my desires and and my hopes and my dreams as a young girl and now look at all of this I'm just a shell I'm just a fraud And, um, but it's okay because I love everybody else so much. And so that should be enough for me. And then I thought to myself one day, well, is that really the most loving thing to do? Because what I'm saying is I'm bringing to this relationship, somebody I don't even like or love, but I expect you to love me because I love you. Then that's not love. No. And that was a real rock bottom moment for me was to discover that, you know, after 30 odd years, I didn't like the women that I had become. Mm. And I went on the huge journey of rediscovering what my desires were, what my core values were, what my life purpose is. And slowly but surely, I started falling in love with myself. I started, I started romancing myself, as crazy as this sounds. And the moment that I looked in the mirror one morning and go, There you are. Mm -hmm. I remember you. I like you. I love you. Mm. My world changed. People started treating me differently because when you come into a space where somebody can finally love themselves, they feel love. And all of a sudden, you're not draining them anymore because you're not saying, I need you to love me so I can feel good about myself. It's just like, wow, look at me. I like me, I love me, come and play in my space. Yes. And I feel like if women can just start doing this more, it will change their family dynamics, it will change their business dynamics, and most of all, it will change their life dynamics, you know, and and even their relationship with creator. Because when we can finally get to the point of, wow, creator loves me fully, and so, therefore, I can give myself permission to love myself fully and bring that to everything that you do. Everything changes. How you eat, how you drink, how you move your body, how you dress yourself, everything changes. Yeah, so
0: powerful. And it really is because that um, that change in, in your approach to, to loving yourself and liking the person who you see reflected back. And, by the way, my little dog – is wanting to go outside, so just excuse him if you can hear or see him. I'll be there in a moment, muffin. He's
1: a tail every now and again. Yes,
0: um, that can impact your mindset. And when your mindset is changed, that can impact your results. And it really is an incredible cycle that continues to allow you to to grow. It's been, I think today has been so powerful because everything that you've spoken about allows someone to challenge some of those unhelpful mindsets and beliefs that are holding them stuck. This is, uh, I'm assuming, a lot of the work that you do with clients. So I'd love for you to share just briefly uh, the work that you do and how people can get in contact with you.
1: So my work is all about empowering people to start making conscious choices. I feel like so often people are just so pre-programmed about this is the way that life is, that they've disconnected from their power. So my passion is women entrepreneurs. You know, I'm like, just can't get enough of women entrepreneurs right now because I think we're changing the entire world. And it's about connecting them to their true values their true vision and then building empires of impact because I believe every empire that a woman builds creates freedom and legacy for herself, her family, and you know, all of her clients. It's such a beautiful ripple effect. Um, and my preference is one-on-one. I do very deep coaching with clients. I am not the easiest coach to work with. In fact, my clients will tell you the complete opposite. (laughs) Um, because I believe that all of this bottom stuff needs to be cleared and all of the, the shame and the things that we've carried with ourselves really need a space to come out and be healed so that we can show up really powerfully in the work. So we do a holistic coaching. Um, I don't believe anybody is one-dimensional. I'm about creating a business which supports your lifestyle and vice versa. So it's a very holistic approach. I do health. I do spirituality. I do relationships. All of that for you to help have a thriving business. And really the easiest way to get hold of me is my website, analbesta.com or to drop me a mail, analbesta.com and connect with me there.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming for the, on the show. It's been so empowering to, to hear you share your insights, and I know that it's going to impact many people.
1: So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you, Anna-Marie. Really appreciate it this time.
0: You've been listening to Women in Leadership podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com.